You're listening to the Running Around Charlotte podcast presented by the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Find out more or register at runcharlotte.com. This week's episode is brought to you by Pinnacle Financial Partners and Ally. They may not be able to help you hit your mile splits, but Ally can help you plan for the future. Explore all the ways you can map out your financial goals with Ally at ally.com. Ally, a proud sponsor of the Novon Health Charlotte Marathon and athletes everywhere. Now, here are your hosts for the Running Around Charlotte podcast, Tim Rhodes and DC Lucchese. Back in the day, you could time and score all but the biggest events with a Timex and a handful of popsicle sticks. Are you old enough to remember that? that is a real thing. Nowadays, even the smallest events can get world-class timing and scoring, instantaneous results, and cherries on top. I like cherries, too. I like cherries, too. Yeah, absolutely. One of the companies that does just that is Start to Finish Event Management. Odds are pretty good that if you've run a race around here and in a couple of other major markets, you've run into Jen Forsyth and the folks from Start to Finish Event Management. Jen, thanks for being here today. You're our guest on the Running Around Charlotte podcast. We in, we're, uh, we're glad you're here. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely, D.C., I'm happy to be here too. (laughs) (laughs) Jen, I, you know, um, well, first of all, just kind of give us the background. Who is Jen and how did you get to be in event management? Uh, Tell us about your husband and what he does. And for those who are kind of on the periphery and might not know, give us the, give us the story. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll give you the quick version. So I never, thought about being in event management when I was in school. I actually studied graphic design in college, uh, but graduated, got into some programming, and I um, I met Donnie in Australia. We were both doing a triathlon over there, and we started dating at that point. I moved to Memphis, which is where he lived, and in Memphis, I met a whole group of triathletes, and we were all training together. One of them owned a... Um, screen printing shop and that's Brent Barrett. So he and I got to know each other and we decided to start a registration company. So, you know, like in back in the day, it was really active was one of the few that were out. There were a couple of registration companies out there. Uh, so we started a registration company called races online. That was about 25 years ago. Uh, we did that for about 10 years and, and I'd say 10 years in, we thought, you know, maybe we should try this event management thing. So actually he started the start to finish in Memphis, the event management side of the business. I was doing some freelance um, working on races online and then also doing some freelance um, graphic design and programming back then. Then Donnie and I decided to move to Charlotte. That was 15 or so years ago. And we did two things. We bought a running store, Charlotte Running Company, and we started start to finish here in Charlotte. So like I said, that was about 15 years ago and kind of think back now and thought, you know, cause I, I, when we moved to Charlotte, I had, had just given birth to our third child. So we thought, what were we thinking with three <laughs> very young children, yeah. two what totally the- new <laughs> businesses. <laughs> what could possibly go you wrong? Know, yeah. Uh, yeah what, what could go wrong? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, Let's get a dog too. It really has been. Yeah. Just such a blessing to, you know, be working kind of side by side in this industry 
you know, while we're raising our family and being able to do it as small business owners, which is, it's just, it's really been a blessing for both of us. So that's the quick story of how we got here. Well, I, so I, I knew much of that, but not some of the details. Why, why did you decide to move to Charlotte? I mean, what was the attraction? Was it the opportunity to buy into the running store with uh, Charlotte Running Company, or was it just an untapped market in other areas? Yeah, no, that's a good question. We no, at that point, we had not even thought about um, getting into the running business. Donnie was in pharmaceutical sales, and my mom, who's a widow, lived on the coast of North Carolina. So we kind of wanted to get a little bit closer to her. We had young kids at the time and she was making the trek over to Memphis, which, which is a pretty far drive. So we came to Charlotte for Donnie's job, my job I could do anywhere. Um, We came to, came to Charlotte for Donnie's job. And then probably about a year in, we just made some changes. We bought the running store and we started start to finish. Yeah. Well, that's great. Um, so a lot of questions, I guess, you know, one, if, if, uh, if people haven't heard and it's kind of relatively new news, um, you have just partnered with us at the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon and, and our six pack events. And, um, we'll be providing the timing and scoring, um, uh, for, for those events, which is, uh, some people might scratch their head and say, well, that's kind of weird. Aren't you guys competitors or something like that? You know, so talk about that a little bit and, you know, how that evolved and, you know, what you're looking forward to, um, uh, regarding that partnership. Yeah, it's, it's really been exciting for us to, to start this new, you know, partnership. And I've been so, you know, it's funny. I'll just back up for a second. I'm sure Tim, you can relate to this when you're in the event management business, you know, it's just a lot of work, right? So you just kind of have your head down and you're trying to do the right thing by your competitors and, and put on good races and, you know, do your job well. And sometimes you don't pick your head up and sort of look around at what's going on, on around you. And, as I've gotten to know Tim more and really looked at the the races that Run Charlotte works with, both their own and their client races, it's a great group of races. I mean, they've been around for a long time. They're iconic, sort of iconic Charlotte races. Um, so it's, it, you know, we're just really looking forward to being a part of, of all these events. And I think Tim and I, um, have known each other for a long time, but haven't worked together a lot. But this over the past several weeks, we've been, you know, spending a lot of time together and just working together a lot. And I, my respect for you, Tim, has grown, you know, seeing all that you do. And um, yeah, we're just, we're thrilled to be a part of it. It's, I think it, it really plays to both of our strengths, what we're doing, uh, where you're you know, putting on these great races as you have been doing. And we're coming in just on the technical side um, to add some more technical um, stuff to the timing. And uh, I I love it. I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be a great partnership moving forward. And um, yeah, excited to get started. Well, let me, let me oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I, I share those yeah. same thoughts and thank you for the kind words. And I would, I would echo those back to you. And, um, 
you know, when you have competition, sometimes competition gets ugly, but I would say, you know, the one thing that I've enjoyed is just the, the integrity and etiquette with which you have operated over the years. And so, you know, it made it, it made it easy to enter into a conversation and say, Hey, what would it look like if we focused on what we think we need to do to grow the events and to make them better and to improve them and prune off some of what we do and hand it to you and say, you're really good at this. If you can do this, it'll help us free up some time to focus on some of the other production and marketing things that we want to do better. And so I'm looking forward to it too. I think you guys do a great job. I, we were out at an event this past weekend working side by side with each other. And I learned a couple of things that I'm like, that's not a bad idea. We ought to do that at our raises. So, you know, we're looking forward to it a lot and, uh, and I've enjoyed it. So, and, and I, from from a consumer's standpoint, let's just I guess simply put, from a runner's or a competitor's standpoint, you know, timing and scoring is like you know running water and flushing toilets. When it's working like like a champ, nobody notices and nobody really gives a darn. But if it screws up and everybody's all up in your grill and giving you the business and asking you and all that kind of stuff, how and I don't mean this in a bad way, but you've been doing this for a minute, as the kids say. How do you maintain yep. the enthusiasm? How do you get up every day on Saturday morning at oh something dark thirty and go, "This is going to be awesome, <laughs> and we're going to rock yeah. it, and hopefully no one will notice." How do you maintain that enthusiasm? Right, right. <laughs> That's a good question. I mean, oh, I'm full I, of them. That Jen. is I'm not a problem. I, I really do. I I feel still excited about the races. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes when that, you know, alarm goes off at three 30 in the morning, I yeah. think, Ooh, this is a younger woman's job. But, but once I get out there, that really all goes out the window. I mean, we really try and, um, we're, we're always having conversations mm-hmm. in our office about, okay, let's remind ourselves who, who is this client? What is the beneficiary? You know, why are they, what's yeah. their, why, why are they doing mm-hmm. this? And there's usually a great reason, yeah. you know? Um, so being out at the races and, and the energy and the vibe that all the participants totally. bring, yeah. it's just, it's hard to, as you all know, it's hard to be tired or grouchy or anything in that environment. It's just, everybody's in a good mood. I, I feel so lucky that I get to do a job, um, you know, every sat, not every Saturday, but Saturday mornings where yeah. people are pretty much for the most part in a great mood and happy to be out there and doing something they love. So, so that part's not too hard. The alarm clock, that can be a little bit. Right. It's what it is. It is the, once you get out there piece, once you get out there, the buzz is real. The buzz is real. I love that part, but sometimes there is the part of just getting there. It's the first couple of minutes till you get up and you brush your teeth and you're like, okay, now I'm ready to go. But that first five minutes is really tough. Um, you know, Jen, you and you and I, had a conversation and um, I, I picked something out that I, I'm kind of like, I hadn't thought about that. But anyway, we were talking about the results tent and how, how start to finish does results tent and how we do results tent or did. And you said, well, 
you know, for the pandemic, we got rid of the results tent and we've never really brought it back. And, um, so now Mm -hmm. when you, when you walk around an event there, there are signs that have a QR code and it says event results. And you just use your phone to snap that QR code and it takes you right to the event results page, which is kind of a cool deal. My, my larger question though, is what, what, industry how has what's changed the industry the 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 event industry what effect has the pandemic had on the events industry what's different now and what do you think the future holds as kind of a long-term result of what the pandemic brought us yeah that's a good question i mean i think just talking about the results ten and and i guess for my for start to finish in general event management is such a hard charging industry, right? I mean, it's just, it's, it's an industry of volume and it's just a lot of work, right? So you're, you know, just kind of every week you're working to get that weekend ready and then, and then you're on to the next weekend and and the next weekend. Um, so it's hard to pick your, pick your head up from that and really think big picture. And, you know, as there were so many bad things that came out of the pandemic, but for us, that was one good thing is that we did have the ability as our industry came to a screeching halt to just stop and start to think about these things and, and make sure that we're working in the smartest way that we can and, you know, make sure that we're doing the best thing for our clients and really just think about that stuff. So that was, that was a great thing for us during the pandemic. Um, with regards to the results tent, um, you know, I always thought, oh, you know, the participants really love the results and we can't get, we can't stop doing it. But what we found during the pandemic is that really they just want their results. You know, it doesn't, they, they don't, they don't seem to care that much how they get them. So now we send a text (laughs) to everybody. We have signs up all over the, um, the expo area and, and that's how they get their results and people love it. You know, it feels more up to date. Yeah, immediate, immediate. Um, there was an immediate paper. Yeah, and and also trying to think about some things that we can do to make our industry a little less wasteful. You know, we've mm-hmm. made we used to have the standard size bibs. We've made the bibs smaller so that we're using half the paper. Uh, we're not doing the results and printouts anymore, so there's not all that trash floating around. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, just trying to think about ways that we can be kinder to the earth and um but still give the participants really the experience that they want out at the race yeah that's awesome what um what do you see so the i i got in in the mid 90s and it literally was it wasn't popsicle sticks at that point but it was the pull tag and the manual scoring i mean barcode was the leading technology (laughs) or if you could if you could barcode the 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 bib number into your run score program instead of manually enter it, it would save so much time, but now it's done all electronically. So, you know, technology really has become uh, an important part of the event business. Where do you see, like, do you, are you a visionary? Where do you see it going? What's the next step that we all can look forward to and say, gosh, remember, you know, before we did this and, and how much, easier it's made this like what 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 do you think is next that's the question of the hour i mean that's what we think about all the time i i think the benefit of you know 
being a larger event management business, we're not a big business, but we're kind of large in the event management space is that we're on the ground 52 weekends a year, you know, working with races. So we have a lot of, um, you know, a lot of data, so to speak, of Mm -hmm. what people like, what people don't like. Let's try this. Let's try that. And so we're really always looking for that next thing. Um, And I think, you know, another um, result of the pandemic is that people really want experiences. You know, they they that's what they'll pay for Mm -hmm. um, versus something in their hands. I mean, of course, everybody still loves a good shirt, but they want that experience to be really cool. So just trying to think about and look at, at, um, you know, other industries and what are they doing? Like what, what's the music concert business doing and what is the, what are the festivals doing and how are they providing experiences for their participants, you know, their participants, um, concert goers, et cetera. So trying to bring some of that into Mm -hmm. racing and how can we, just what are different ways that we can make that experience more exciting and, and more memorable for the participants? I think, I think the way you think, I I like it because you think about cross pollinating industries, right? But it, but it, the, the, what, what the commodity is, is the experience, right? So, or, or sorry, the, what you're selling is the experience, but the commodity might be a festival versus a run. I mean, it, it's different in that respect, but still mm-hmm. yeah. the, they're out there for a good experience. And if they pay X, you owe them, right? Like I, all right, yep. I paid, I entered, you owe me now. And, and if they walk away disappointed, that's on us. And so, um, I, I think that that's important, but, um, I, you know, and I've always said people run races for three reasons, the competition, the, the cause or the experience. And, you know, the competition is, you know, how fast can I run? Can I get a trophy age group? Can I qualify for Boston? Can I set a state or national ranking record, whatever the cause is, you know, Coleman is the, the kind of race for the cure is kind of the one at the forefront. I'm out there because of breast cancer and then and then the experience that's kind of the the way the rest of us fill in unless we've got a cause or a competition event so you're right 100 percent. and so you know going back to what it used to be like in the 90s we didn't hand out medals t-shirts were cotton you know awards were three deep and you know you didn't really have masters or grandmasters and now now it's like everybody gets a medal and t-shirts are technical and you get results right away and so it's changed a lot. And I think, you know, for all of us, to your point, we have to keep thinking forward and evolving and changing. And um, whether it's learning those things from other industries or events or, you know, inventing them ourselves, I, I don't think that I've had a, any great rev- revelations, but um, I'm really good at stealing ideas. <laughs> it's not stealing. <laughs> it's, called, it's called borrowing. Borrowing. <laughs> borrowing and improving upon. Imitating. Right, Jen? <laughs> borrowing and improving upon. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's all, it's and, all and like I you also, said, it's all a data point, right? It's all a data point. And if you can learn mm-hmm. from that, it's like, you know, that's that everybody wins, right? Everybody wins. So Everybody um, wins. So uh, we we can expect to see you out at more events. Is that what you just uh, bought into? Is more Saturday mornings? Yes. Well, I'm already out at quite a few. Yeah, but yes, I'm excited <laughs> to, to come to some run Charlotte events and all right. 
Yeah. What What is your day? Do you have a de- like a designated day off during the week? Because you work Saturdays and you probably work a few Sundays. And I know mm-hmm. Monday is like I got to debrief, do an after action report, unload the truck. And Fridays is yeah, I got to load the truck and get the bibs ready. And I, yeah. like, what do you have a day off during the week? I hope. No. no. <laughs> Now. Like Snoop Dogg, right, no. Yash? No days yeah, off, right baby. Now, right now. <laughs> no. and, and Donnie's working the retail thing <laughs> probably at least six days a week. Yes, we pass each other in the night. Uh, well, that's no, that, good. that's not true. We 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 both really try and be get home for dinner and um, you know eat with the kids. Yeah, and <clears throat> spend some time together at night. Now, so, do your kids have any interest in? retail or event business or any of that stuff or is it like yeah i'll do it but you got to pay me <laughs> and, and oh well it's like, definitely and, that yeah. oh yeah i ain't working for free you raised them right <laughs> yeah. yes all of them have worked races and uh yeah they all work races actually i mean it's a good way to make money sure why not sure. now speaking we, I, we, of we want more any more of you High schoolers that are listening, hit us up. Exactly. We're yeah. always looking for weekend Every- workers, and you'll be finished by lunchtime. So is Donnie. Go to a local running store, Charlotte right. Running Company, any of them. They're hiring, right? That's right. Yep. Always hiring. And speaking of eating with the kids and speaking of lunches, I told Tim we were not yep. going to get off this episode today without me touching on this. Because, to be fair, Start to Finish is in several major markets. Atlanta. Memphis, St. Louis, and Charlotte. With the exception of Atlanta, there's a unifier there, and that's barbecue. Memphis is the best yeah. barbecue in all of those markets. Why? Ooh, that's hard. I mean, North Carolina barbecue is pretty good, too. It's totally different, though. Memphis barbecue is, there's sauce on it. Yeah. North Carolina barbecue is more like vinegar. Right, yep. So uh, I can't say, I mean, I love Memphis barbecue and I love North Carolina barbecue. I don't think I've ever had barbecue in St. Louis. You're not missing anything. Ribs. It's a, it's <laughs> St. Louis. Ribs. Ribs. Yes. Yeah. 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 It, it, it's, it's a rib joint. It's yeah. a rib joint for okay. sure. But, okay. but you heard, but you did notice that even though she waffled slightly on that answer, she did mention Memphis first. So we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Memphis has some really good barbecue. Yes, they do. Rendezvous. Believe it. Oh man. Corky's and interstate and Corky, all those places, man. Hey, listen, listen, we're going to have to send all these people yeah. bills. Exactly. Right. They're not sponsors. We're just hungry. That's just world, how we do it. World-renowned podcast, and we're giving free plugs here. Exactly. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Jen Forsythe, so much a pleasure talking to you, getting to know you a little bit better. I look forward to working with you. If you haven't been out to any of the events in Charlotte, you're almost sure to run into Jen Forsythe. Uh, she's the little Spitfire. I don't say little in a bad. I say my wife is tiny too. So, but like. She's out there working. She's not just standing around telling people what to do. So um, <laughs> stop by, say hello, and uh, thank you so much for your time and all you do and Donnie and your family for the running community in Charlotte. We really appreciate it. Well, thank you, Tim. I, I feel the same way about you and Robin, and thank you, DC. I enjoyed being here and talking to you guys and look forward to seeing you out at the next one. All right, Jen. Thank you so much. 
The Running Around Charlotte podcast is presented by the Novon Health Charlotte Marathon and our partners at Pinnacle Financial and U.S. Bank. Running Around Charlotte is produced in partnership with Well Run Media and Marketing. New episodes are available every week anywhere you listen to podcasts.